You're listening to Good Lad Unscripted with your host. <laughs> Welcome back to Good Lad Unscripted, the podcast. I'm Terry Goodlad. I am joined by my gorgeous co-host, Anna Tigre, my beautiful wife. It's been a while. We haven't done podcasts. We've, we've abandoned you all out there, our faithful followers and listeners, and I'm so sorry. Um, I'll start with the list of... I've got a, a fairly extensive list, list here. List of excuses? <laughs> excuses here. Let me, let me find some of the... Yeah. Okay. Well, the dog ate my homework. No. No. Really what it's been is uh, the last... Uh, I would say the last couple months, but really the last month has been... Uh, there's been so much change because of COVID. Yeah. Um, and I think our last podcast we did about change... Change, change is not easy. No, and then change after the last podcast. Continue to happen. Oh my happen. gosh. It's, yeah, it's been, uh, well, it, you know, I, I think the biggest thing, the biggest change has been uh, our warehouse, which was turned into a photo studio <laughs> yes. right before COVID hit. I had a yeah. bunch of bookings and yeah. then all of them canceled, of course, because nobody, and of course, nobody right we now. We weren't is, allowed to open. No, and nobody's booking photo shoots. And, you know, we were still having to pay for this thing. So finally we gave that up. Yep. Uh, and so we moved all of our operations home. We went back to the basics. We went back to the roots where we started <laughs> as a... Home-based Literally home-based business, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so everything has, has changed. So it's just trying to work things out. Because the thing, you know, before it used to be, you know, we've got four kids. For those that don't know, we've got four kids, four mm -hmm. little kids. Four little kids. Now we've just adopted Crystal. Yeah. And so, so we've we got, got five kids. Five kids. But uh, finding a quiet place in the house to focus, because if I'm home, <laughs> the kids have no boundaries concern <laughs> they don't understand they're they're little hey daddy's here daddy's there to play and right. and if i'm on the computer they need to be banging on the keyboard and if that you know and god forbid i get up and go to the bathroom or something somebody's taken over and we've just you know landed on the moon or something we finally were able to what's with kids in tech it's made for them it's made to get them My hooked. God. I mean, if they, if Cole's not underneath the table unplugging everything and shutting it off and Comain's banging away in the keyboard and Emma's stealing stuff and hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. It's all shiny and pretty exciting I pee stuff. in the morning before they get up and again <laughs> at night after I go to bed. Other than that, I'm just sort of, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like a store, I'm like a store owner in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to guard from Antifa from trashing all my stuff. Oh my goodness. <clears throat> um, anyway, our, our sponsors, we need to acknowledge our sponsors. So today's show is brought to you by uh, Silver Bullet Anti-Aging, Susie. Silver, Susie, Silver Bullet Anti-Aging dot com. Thank you, Susie. You're keeping us alive and productive. And young and young <laughs> and uh, uh, black bean coffee blackbean dot coffee that's the website it's not dot com it's dot coffee blackbean dot coffee uh, the most delicious coffee and you're supporting us and our five children if you buy a bag. thank you yes and of course uh, blessedbodywear.com which by a miracle is still alive <laughs> by a miracle yeah and, and and we took a horrible beating of course you know, we, we've said this before when COVID started, everybody, oh, it's going to be a couple of weeks, maybe a month, right? And so we keep paying bills and paying bills and nothing's coming in. And basically, we exhausted our finances. Yeah. Um, we had the choice to 
shut it down. Mm-hmm. And uh, God gave us another option. And what it was is our longtime partner, Elaine, my ex-wife, mm-hmm. uh, both you know of our what? best friends. You know what is funny? <clears throat> I, I never, like, for the people that know us, yes. But for new people, I always say my sister-in-law. My sister. Yeah. Because, I just call her my sister. Yeah, because it's just... First of all, it's really hard for anybody to wrap their minds around us not hating each other, all of us. No, if we if we hated each other, if we tried to kill each other, if we called each other filthy names, if we spent thousands of if we if we bought a lawyer a new Mercedes yes. fighting over a couch, that would be normal. It'd be oh, dude, I'm with you, you know. Yeah. But if you get along with somebody and just you know what, this isn't working, and we go our separate ways, and you know, don't air it publicly, and just. You know what happened? It was 20 years of marriage. And how do you, how do you encapsulate that down into one brick? Right. right. You know, you don't. Exactly. Right. You yeah. know, and, and so it's just, okay, that was between us and we moved on and, and, you know, we got to the place now where literally Elaine is one of my best friends in the world. She's like my sister. Right. And she's like my sister. So right. it's just. And, and, and so anyway, she has been a partner and blessed for a long, long time. For and a few years. one of the issues that we, obvious issues we have is that it's really, really hard for you to raise four kids homeschool them and do everything that blessed has become yes yes. and so i'm there trying to help out as much as i can with my business background but somebody's still got to do this stuff elaine has now stepped into that day-to-day role yes uh doing a lot of the doing stuff Uh, and i can just focus the little time the the precious hours in my week that i have a babysitter or the well or the kids are napping yeah <laughs> or the kids are napping i can just 100 percent devote yeah. myself to and, designing and that's the cool thing because i think that that's really your wheelhouse is designing that's my and passion yeah that's your passion that and connecting with your customers because you're still doing that i still do that and yes. now you're actually able to do more of that and i know that's the part you love yeah and and designing is the part you're most passionate about well and that's the thing like i'm one of those people that I have a hard time focusing on more than one thing at a time. Uh-huh. Um, and you just took a course yes, that kind of explains the brain. He took a course because we raise, you know, they call it kids from hard places, but all of our kids are uh, came from foster care. So it's, uh, they go through a lot and we try to learn as much as we possibly can to try to heal them and make them healthy. So Terry just took a course that I took in January and then he came out of the, you just took part one and he's like, I understand you so much better now, <laughs> but I am, I am one you're a of kid those- from hard places. Well, no, no, no that's true. That's true. We it's just, all go through things I, I, that I think, we have our, our I, tendencies. I think because you've explained it well, I think the difference is, is now I have the same level of knowledge that you have. Yeah. And so now we can, you know, at the end of the day, we can go, okay, how are we going to deal with this? And we can approach it from the same foundation. And this is the thing, you guys, you know, if you're you know, and and this is this is a whole other topic, and we could do a whole show on this actually. And but, we should, yeah. <clears throat> but uh, I, I think I think one of the biggest uh, marriage destroyers out there mm-hmm. is kids. Yes, <laughs> and it's not they make it very. Difficult. It's not just kids. It's it's the process of parenting. Yeah. Uh, because first of all, you know, before all you do is just go out to dinner. <laughs> get dressed up, screw, travel, you know, that's what you do, right? Right. And so that's, you know. Oh, there's work. But how many times do you want to eat dinner to, you know, this week? And, you know, and so, and, and then you go to the gym and, you you know, that's that's life. And yeah. then you have kids and, 
literally you go from everything is what you want to do uh, to nothing is what you want to do. Yes. You know? Yes. And then, of course, you're sleep deprived and, you know, you can never get into a routine or a schedule and, and right. you're constantly, you can never be proactive as a parent with no. young kids. Yeah. Uh, you're always reactive. It's whatever, you know, it's just little explosions taking place all over the place and, you know, you have to sort of triage them and go, right. Well, this one's not fatal. I'll come back to that one. This one over here could be <laughs> fatal. I'll go over there. And, yep. and that's what you do. And at the end of the day, you're tired. And, and, you know, with you, that's your primary responsibility is, is raising kids. That was our agreement. And mm-hmm. I'm, my primary responsibility is, is uh, business, right? And right. keeping us provided for. And so right away there, you know, we're both going in different directions with different priorities, you know, and both of us, uh, you know, the business right now is at a time of tremendous need. Mm-hmm. The kids are at a time of perpetual tremendous need, right. you know, uh, and then of course, some of the issues with our kids are complex because they are kids from hard places. And so we're dealing with four kids with four different sets of trauma. And, right. um, and, and so anyway, the, the point being is that you, just by doing your job well, you grow apart. Mm-hmm. Unless you take, you know, a shred of what you've got left of your day and dedicate it to doing something nice, giving somebody a massage mm-hmm. or, you know, doing stuff like that, right? Even sitting down and talking, you know, because yeah, there are days that at the end of the day, we're like, I'm exhausted. Yeah, Me and too. sex used to be energy sex. Now it's exhaustion <laughs> sex, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just, it, it, but, but you got to do it, right? Because if you don't, <laughs> so, things fall apart, right? Yep. And, and, uh, and that's the whole thing is that it just gets extremely difficult. And I think that's why, you know, you grow apart. And especially if you work out of the home, because you have a whole other life out there. Yeah, that, we do have that in, you know, for f- going for us. Well, that well we at it, least- it going for us, maybe, but here, like I'm trying to get my work. I can never get my work done. No, <laughs> never, you know, and, and so I get annoyed with you because you're not taking care of these kids. And of course, you know, that's like trying to herd cats, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's just, uh, so anyway, long story short, guys, it, the favor you're not doing your you're not doing your wife the favor by like taking this tbri course right uh you know i thought well i'll I'll be able to help anna out yeah it's like no no it's it's i benefit the most from this because you and i are on the same page we deal with the kids a lot more effectively which gives us a lot more time you feel a lot more supported so you know, on those nights where we feel a little bit more amorous, the kids are in bed by 7.30. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of us having exhaustion sex, it's actually the fun kind again, you know. Yeah. Uh, but but uh, all jokes aside, uh, things just happen more efficiently here. There's less, uh, less emotional blow up, more understanding, mm-hmm. and more effectively dealing with things rather than being frustrated. Mm-hmm. And so home life actually has gotten immensely easier and then there's it's time for a podcast like, like this morning i'm standing there i'm standing in the kitchen and and i'm looking at the fork we call it table one <laughs> okay because it's like all we are is we're just servers in our home right and our kids are sitting there they're screaming and demanding this and demanding that and it's just oh table one's acting up today you know yes. <laughs> and so we're looking over at table they're one about to get kicked out and all four are just on 
they're amped. <laughs> they're fed. They're rested. They're ready to go. And singing and singing and, and screaming and Brazilian fighting over. Kids, oh loud. my gosh, they're loud. And and the, and I'm just standing there going, we prayed for this. I remember praying for this. Mm -hmm. I remember you crying and praying for mm -hmm. this. Okay. And so, uh, but it when you just stand back and look at it and go like, you know, these moments are precious. And and taking that course, getting on the same page with you. Although it's got to do with the kids, I really feel like it really strengthened our connection. And this is something I think typically, you know, you talk to, I talk to a lot of guys and it's just like, oh, I don't have time for that crap. You know, that's her job, you know? Yeah. And dude, do yourself a favor, you know, do yourself a favor. Uh, if for nothing else but the sex, do yourself a favor <laughs> <laughs> and get more involved and learn oh, and, and share those things. I think it's really, really important because it made such a huge difference in our life. And then, and then the other thing is, is I now work my, there's times in my days that are primary, like if I'm writing, I need quiet time early in the day and you accommodate that. You'll take the kids out to the splash pad or something like that. And I've got three, four hours of, you know, quiet time between that and a nap. Right. Right. Um, and then other days when I've got other things going on, I can help you out. And so working together on a schedule. This is going to end up being what the show is about. <laughs> it wasn't what we were going to talk about. No, no, it wasn't. But uh, that's the thing is, is we sit now and we coordinate our schedules based on what each of us needs. If you're a little tired, like last night, you got like no sleep. No. And, uh, and yes, well, yesterday, I don't know how they did it, but every single kid was up it was what? like being a wrestler and you're by yourself and they've got a team of four. And so when, when one gets a little tired or starts to go down, they tag the other one and then they wake up and do something. Right. I don't, I don't even know what, what happened. Like, neither do I. Cause I slept through the whole thing. You did like a baby. Most of it. No, one had a nightmare and then call me. I go get him. Can I come to your bed? And I was too tired to, even discuss that so i'm no, like and then he gets in here sure and then he is hyper and then he wants to hang out because he's so happy because yeah. he's in mom and dad's bed right yeah and so he is talking up a storm so all of a sudden it's like 3 a.m and he's saddled i'm falling asleep and then there's another kid calling me so i go out there and he had pooped his diaper so change diapers blah 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 put him back another one calling me What's she, going on? She peed the bed. <laughs> she peed the bed. And like, she and never pees the no, bed. No, none of them. Like, this never happens. They actually... I pee the bed more than she pees <laughs> the bed. For the most part, they all sleep through the night. Yeah. They don't sleep enough sometimes. Right. For my... For well, you my, had a rough <laughs> night. I, I felt horrible for you. When I woke <laughs> up this morning, you know, and, and fully then, rested... And then, at five o'clock... So, so then I don't come back to the bedroom. I'm like, forget it. I'm just going to go to the couch. I go to the couch and then Crystal, she was going to screen the pants for blessed body wear. So I don't know what she was thinking. Maybe she thought that I had already gotten up for the day because it's five. Yeah. And she's like, hey mom, I'm gonna go <laughs> and I'm dad asleep, right? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, okay, I guess okay I'll just get up. have a good time screening. So then I go to the boys room, lay down on the floor with Cole because Cole's And then sleeping. I had to come and wake you up for some very important No, the dogs. They came and knock on the door. So I wasn't even your problem today. You you were the only I one. I said, I'm not going to mess with her. I'm just going to go to sleep here. 
<laughs> get rested. <laughs> you did. You did. No, in. honestly, we laugh about that. But that, you know, in a situation like that, you know, at one point in time, I would try to get up and do stuff for you with you. That's the worst thing you can do because then we're both tired the next day. Yeah, absolutely. This way is better. Okay, you're going to be up. You're up. You're yeah. And I'll cover you tomorrow. Exactly. You know? yeah. And so this is the thing, you know. It, it, I, be a team. You got to be a team. Yeah, and like I used to always say, okay, okay, I'll come and help you with laundry and cooking and kids and cleaning and stuff like that. The day that you learn how to edit video, write stories, take pictures, do all the stuff, because my work, nobody can help me with my work. That's just my work right and so if i take an hour away to do this that's an hour i got to stay up later to do what i had to do today right but um and and i stuck by that for a long time but all that really did and i think i'm justified in saying that but uh you're on your own and you feel like you're on your own and that doesn't create that tight bond and that unity right you know i think that was the the one of the great gifts of this whole quarantine thing yeah was the first two weeks you know it came to a head with you and i and and we get along yeah you know and i know there's i I mean i was talking to a dude the other day at the splash pad that was there with his little boy and he's yeah covid ate up my marriage you know of x number of years and and his wife left yeah and and that's just it it's just that you know being together all the time you know you can't run from your problems Mm -hmm. you know and and so I had I, to humble myself. I had lots of right ideas, I think very, very justified. Um, but at the end of the day, it didn't make us closer. And now, like my days, you know, typically we're up at five o'clock. I usually get up a little bit early before you do, but usually I'm up at five and we're shutting it down like 10 o'clock at night. And that's seven days a week. And I'm like, the, two weeks ago, we tracked, I had completed 635 tasks in four weeks. Right. That's the volume of work that I'm putting in. And it's an astronomical amount of work. But the thing of it is, is I'm happier, I'm less stressed, and the kids are happier, and you're happier, and we're getting along great. And so well, trying to preserve somehow in this crazy world doing what it's doing and saying, well, you know, hey, you know, I can't, you know, when I'm tired, I take a break. And going back to my original point, um, when things shifted with Blessed Bodywear and I went back to focusing 100% on designing and then obviously taking care of my VIPs, um, it all started running so much more smooth because Mm -hmm. me trying to juggle like all of the different areas that I had to cover, it just, I ended up just frustrated with my work, not creative for designing, frustrated with my kids because they are just being kids, but I'm trying to do something. They're getting in the way of what you need to get done. Right. You know, and so you just, you're not enjoying any part of your life. No. And that's what I found myself. And so, but I didn't really know, we didn't really know how to get out of there. And so sometimes change it can be so hard, but it's such a gift, uh, you know, like right now, when, when I get my break and I go design, it's so beautiful to me. Like I just pour myself into it and I'm, 
you know, literally doing my best work ever. I mm -hmm. feel like all the stuff that is coming no, up and for I mean, Blast the amount Bodywork. Of stuff, yeah, I was just going to say the amount of stuff that you've created for Blast is stuff mm -hmm. that... I've been begging you to make for right. a long time and, and just haven't been able to do it. And well, now it's you're the same with your photography, right? Yeah. When you are overwhelmed, how creative are you to go? I just go back to doing the same stuff I've always done right now. Uh, like I, I had to take a break from shooting for about six weeks, I guess a couple months mm -hmm. and uh, I'm about to kick it back up again this weekend and I'm going to start shooting again. The next issue of model body magazine is going to come out. Right. Um, the first one was, I didn't anticipate it being that successful. Right. I went and looked at the metrics here this week and I was, I had a number in mind and baby, it was like five times that. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Okay, good. So See, I, we hadn't even talked about that. No, we haven't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I think my message, the message I want to share here is, uh, and this is, this is a, a, a quote, a quote, piece of advice, whatever it is, <clears throat> an axiom. Yeah. Um, you know, you can be right and be alone, <laughs> you know, like the guy at the splash pad. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Or, or you can find a way that works for everybody. And, and what it's been for me is in order. Did you feel so lucky that I didn't pick up and leave you with four kids. <laughs> <laughs> I would hunt you down. I was retired. I was retired, minding my own business, moving to Florida, going to give into scuba diving and just in, you just, kind of for the first time in my life relax <laughs> yeah. since I became an entrepreneur and started my first business in the late 1980s mm -hmm. I, for years until I met you the only day I ever took off was Christmas day yeah that was ridiculous yeah and I used to work 16 20 hour days every day 365 364 days of the year and now you do that with and so I was toddlers. looking forward to retirement <laughs> I was looking forward to retirement and now I'm not going, I'll never probably see retirement, what, what people would consider retirement. And how, you know, young and vibrant you are yeah, compared to great salesman. many 60 year olds out there. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's true. No, that's true. The kids have really, uh, you know, I'm looking at it and I'm going, okay, because for, for a while there, we weren't training, weren't doing any exercise, just kind of working, no. trying to make everything work, you know, and, and it was just nothing but nonstop stress and problems. And, and when I took this different approach and get, okay, let's forget about, you know, your responsibility, my responsibility, let's just make this work. Where, where are you falling down? Uh, are there efficiencies we can create? Is there another approach we can take to this? How can we do things differently? And for that to happen, both of us have to swallow our pride, be humble and say, okay, I'm really not good at this and I need help or I got to get better at this because I'm failing my family. And, and we both did that. And, and once we did that, it was just, okay, so how do we make this work? We did it to make it work. What I didn't realize would happen is the amount of peace and happiness and tranquility and joy that would come into that because nothing's changed. If, if anything, the world's gotten worse. Yeah. I can't deal with social media anymore. It's just too much. Right. Right. <clears throat> and so I take it in very small chunks. Mm -hmm. Uh it's just gotten so ridiculous out there, right? And so much hatred and so much anger and stuff like that. And so that just poisons everything. So stage one for me was just limiting that. Yeah. 
being informed, not entertained. Right. Uh, the next stage was focusing on my family, focusing on God and focusing on my family. So I really poured myself into learning the scriptures, taking this awesome on audible, audible.com, mm-hmm. uh, the audio books. I usually read, I was reading like three, four books uh, a week. I've pared that back because I'm working so much more. So I'm reading a couple of months now, but there's one uh, by uh, Dr. Bill Creasy. It's a Bible study thing. So I started studying that, doing my devotions every day. So I, that that's my foundation. And from that, you know, you just get a peace mm-hmm. and an understanding. The next thing was, is making sure you and the kids are happy and nobody's getting overstressed. Mm-hmm. So I get to be the one that's standing over here and saying, hey, I see this over here. We should do something with this child because I see this. Yep. Sometimes when you're in the middle of it, like you are, you know, and now again, I used to do it where, hey, you got a problem. You need to fix this problem. Yeah. Now it's like, hey. That, that used to not go very well. No. <laughs> no, that never went well. I was often right. <laughs> I was often right, but alone. <laughs> And so, uh, but we, you know, we, now we troubleshoot problems and, and you receive it differently. And I give that information differently. It's just that, Hey, I observed this with Kwame, yeah. right. And, um, and so how do we, how should we fix that problem? And so we come up with a solution. We're both in the same page. We try it. We evaluate it after what else should we do or what can we try next time or whatever. And so we're very, very much, we're a lot more proactive. Raising the kids together yeah. and very proactive. Yeah. You know, and so raising the kids together creates a lot more stability for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also they know now that they can't play us against each other or, mm-hmm. you know, like that. Or when you're getting tired or tapped out or running out of patience, I can step in, you know, and so it's a lot better for them. Um, but I got to be prepared to listen to what I could do better and what and you got to be prepared to listen to what you could do better. But right. by getting on the same page and putting our pride aside and realizing the objective is our kids. It's a lot easier to do that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, and then looking at the work that needs to be done. And when I have work to do, you're very good now at, okay, I'll take the kids and go do this with them and I'll do that. You've got six hours. Right you know, and then, and so we just really, really get on the same page. And, and so the unintended or unrealized benefit of this whole thing, uh, you know, throwing my rules out the window and looking for what works for both of us, uh, was that, wow, like there's just the stress level is a fraction of what it was before. You know, even with screaming kids and, you know, stuff like that, it's just, it's just not there. And you and I are getting time together each day to do fun things. We're building fun things into the day for the kids. We went running today together. We ran together today. How long has that been? Exactly. Literally. Run mean or? <laughs> no, it's, it's been, been over two years. I'm coughing because of the run. Yeah, and it's, an asthma been, attack. it's been two years since we were able to go in a run together. Yeah. And so, and so the life has just gotten better. And so my advice guys is these hard and fast rules. And it's always good to have a plan and try things, but humble yourself and realize that maybe you just need to do more. Maybe you just need to get more involved, even though you are working a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and I'm basically running four business, four separate business ventures right now. And, and right. And I, and I'm going to say something like from my perspective that made a difference, but there was a day, I think it was last week, I can't remember, but 
I was doing patterns and you and Elaine took the kids to the splash pad. Mm-hmm. And you were, I remember you were there for a couple hours because I was like, I'm almost done, just hang in there a little bit longer. You, both of you are like, mm-hmm. and then he came home and we put them to bed. And then you told me, you're like, you know, I realized like how demanding, like physically and mentally demanding uh, taking care of the kids are because it's for me, it's like from morning to evening. And you, and you told me, you know, it was, I had Elaine like with me to mm-hmm. help me. And I felt so validated. Yeah. And, um, you know, a lot mm-hmm. more understood because I think that the, See, honestly, the role of raising kids <clears throat> seems so simple. Mm-hmm. And so it's easy to say, I'm doing all the work and y- you know, you're, you're just raising the kids and I'm doing all the work, but when things no, shift. my response is, hey, that's what you wanted to do, right? You know, I want I wanted to have a clothing company and I wanted to have a coffee company. I'm I'm living with that now, right? Yes, but but when you're understood that that yes. you know that response doesn't bring anybody closer, you know. No, and that's the thing. You can be right all day long, but you're going to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know, <clears throat> either alone because you're going to get a divorce, or just alone because you're just not going to have any support. You know, and, and I think now it's all about more support. The thing is, is, you know, my view always was if we go out, we go out together. Right. Or we're at home. And at home, the kids are not as hard to manage as they are getting into the van and going somewhere. Uh, you know, when you go to the splash pad, there's the splash pad in the playground. While invariably, somebody's on the splash pad and somebody, all of a sudden, you look and where the hell, where the heck is coal? You know, well, oh, he's over there. So you go over to grab coal and somebody else goes and like you're running around like an idiot, you know, and these kids aren't listening to you because they're just running around, you know, and then and then not every time we go to the splash pad, but a couple times there's always some pedophile dude there, you know, I know. The, the, the guy that shows up, you know, with his dog at the splash pad to pet the dog, yeah. you know, tell the guy to F off because yeah. he's a pedophile. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, and you know, and being an ex-cop, of course, I think I spot that kind of stuff sooner. So you're always watching because you know, you're thinking about somebody snatching your child. Yep. And at that point, does it become a foot race that, you know, what is it, you know, so you, so now I'm annoyed with my kids because you're not listening to me. And, you know, it's right. just a lot, you right. know, and two people is a handful. I don't know how you do it by yourself sometimes, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, you gain that. That's the thing, you know, and, and, and the truth is, is, of course, if you had to jump in and do my job for a day, you'd be overwhelmed, too, because you don't do it all the time. Right. You know, but that doesn't mean it's easy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I think I think what's changed is before we made a plan to try to make things work. OK, you focus on this. I'll focus on this. And I think we'll get this done. Uh Sounds good in theory when you start doing it. There's things that there's times in your day when you need my support and I need your support. And if you're off doing that thing on your own, you're off doing it on your own. Right. And uh, and so, you know, frustration and resentment builds up, you know, uh, because everybody you, feels alone and not understood or not and, appreciated. And and, right. Yeah. And especially during your toughest times, you know, like it's hard to go to the bathroom sometimes with four kids running around. Right. <laughs> and so, or like you said, you know, I'd like to have a freaking shower one day this yeah. week, you yeah. know, and it's like, wow, I didn't even realize you weren't showering, you know, <laughs> but of course, when are you going to get a chance to shower? Right. And so it's just, it's just understanding that. And, and I think the biggest thing is, is just talking every day about what's on our plate and 
and how we can support each other, what you can take care of, what I can take care of, you know, things like that. And, and for me, uh, the workload is astronomical. Like it's just, I, I've never, I've always worked hard. I've never worked as hard as I'm working now, but um, there's just some things that I set aside and go, okay, that's not going to get done this week. Uh, the priority is supporting Anna. And that's the thing. Instead of saying, I can't help you because I got this thing to do. Now it's the thing is going to have to wait a week. And, and I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that you're supported first. That becomes a priority. And doing that is just, the family is happier. Everybody's happier. And honestly, uh, what I've done is now what I do instead of doing model body, good lad unscripted, uh, black bean and blessed bodywear all in the same. I just pick a day. Today is blessed bodywear day. So you focus on one thing. I just focus on that one thing. And then I pick the tasks that I know I can get done in the time frame that works for our family. And I prioritize those now. So instead of prioritizing everything that I would like to get done that week. Right. I, I do it a different way. And so it's just uh, utilizing, honestly, it's utilizing my to-do list, uh, utilizing my calendar, and and then planning our time. And then that way, I you know, when I'm in here and I got work to do, I know that I can lock my bedroom door because my office is now in my bedroom. Yeah. I know I can <laughs> that lock- That was the, one of the changes you had to make. Well, and right, and, and the thing is we had a room where in the house that we was an office. Right. Which- you might as well put a target on the door because if you can't find dad anywhere else, he's in there. So you just go bang on the door. Well, of course it's at the other end of the house. You can't hear them banging on the door. <laughs> and so they're just pounding on my door. And if it's not the kids banging on the door, it's a dog scratching at the door. So I let the dogs in and then they sit there for a minute. They get bored. Now they want to go out. And so it, it wasn't working, but now in our bedroom, uh, I can lock the door and There's really a little nook. That you made it yeah. Out. And you can see if they're bugging me at the door or whatever, you take care of it. Right. So <laughs> it works better. So anyway, so, so I'm in my bedroom plugging away here and, uh, our yeah. crazy life. Yeah, it is a crazy life, isn't it? <laughs> yes. But we're having fun. It's wonderful. You think about it though. We've got, I've got blessed bodywear. And Elaine is doing the day-to-day. -day. You're doing the designing and dealing with your customers. And I'm basically running the business part. Right. Right. And, uh, and then there's Black Bean Coffee, blackbean.coffee. Yep. And that I do pretty much on my own right now. Uh, then there's Model Body Magazine, M-O-D-L. B-O-D-Y. <laughs> M-O-D-L Body, modelbody.com. Um, that I'm doing... 100% on my own, mm -hmm. pretty much. And then uh, Good Lad Unscripted, which mm -hmm. again, I'm doing 100% on my own, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's an awful lot of stuff. And then any photography, which there really And I noticed been. that you added a diary section at Good Lad Unscripted. Yeah. And I was going to mention, because I saw a few guys comment on the group that they wanted some of those like mm, more advice with a, a scripture, you know, support. Yeah, and it was really odd because, uh, you know, <clears throat> my belief as a Christian man is that, um, is to live by an example rather than preach, I think. Yeah. You know, I think there's enough people out there preaching and enough people telling you what you're doing wrong. <clears throat> what I try to do is put an example out there. That's what this podcast is about. If this helps somebody in their marriage, if this helps a guy, you know, 
yeah, it might be more work, but dude, you're going to be happier and you're going to have a better life and you're not going to be alone, right. you know? And so lessons that I learned the hard way, if I can share them with somebody else so they don't have to go through some loss, right. that's the whole purpose of the podcast. Sure. That's the purpose of Good Lad Unscripted. Um, but what I did is I, I wrote a story uh, about my favorite piece of scripture, mm -hmm. Ephesians 6, you know, mm -hmm. the armor of God, right? And I wrote that and was overwhelmed at the response that I got and I realized, wow, you know, that's something, it's a different perspective. And even a lot of my friends that aren't Christians, right? you know, got into conversations with me about it, mm -hmm. you know, trying to understand it and like that. And so, uh, and again, I'm not out there trying to convert anybody. I'm just putting it out there, just seeds. I'm putting them out there. And if, if it benefits you, then please come on back, goodlandunscripted.com, right? Uh, but that's kind of what my diary is going to be now. Is It's my diary. It's just a section of my website, but it's just my diary, and it's just uh, lessons that I've come across, and I process everything through the Bible. That's how I process everything, is through my relationship with God and the Bible, and um, because it's that's what my value system is based on. When things are falling apart, you know, this whole thing with us, mm -hmm. you know, I can be right all day long, but if it's not working, right, go back and so what do I need to, how do I need to sort my wife out? And then I go start reading. It's like, ah, well, my wife doesn't need sorting out. I need sorting out. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And so you humble yourself and go, okay, thank you, God, for that lesson. Let's do it your way. Mm -hmm. The way you've had that, you know, suggested we do it. You know, that's what the Bible says. So I go and do it that way and look at the benefit. Right. You know, uh, you and I, I've never felt closer to you ever. Right. right. Uh, I can't remember the last time we ate a meal out. I can't remember the last time we stayed in a hotel together. I know. All that stuff that we used to rely on for closeness. Yeah. And now what it is, is it's just a mutual respect and a feeling that, you know, More we've got each other's back, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. that we're never going to be left out there in the cold again, you know, yeah. that we don't have to shoulder it all on our own. Right. And that's what a man's responsibility, you know, uh, being, being a leader in the home, you know, what that means. Well, a lot of people think it means being a tyrant. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that at all. Right. It means being a leader. Leaders are humble. Leaders provide people with what they need in order to function. So it, 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 it doesn't mean you sit back and do less and tell everybody else what to do and, you know, run your house with an iron fist. It doesn't mean that at all. Mm -hmm. That's not what scripture tells you. And so learning those things again, it's like, Hey, if I can save somebody from some hardship, I mean, my gosh, I, I can't even give you a number right now of people that I know that have lost their marriages or are going through horrific times in their me marriages too. because of quarantine, because yeah, of COVID. Yeah. And so, you know, this is a, you know, <laughs> this isn't my first rodeo. I've been married. You're, I've been married four times. Yeah. If anybody can talk about failing in a marriage, I think I'm qualified to do that, <laughs> you know? Right. And so if there's something that I can share with somebody that's going to help them so that they don't have to go through that loss. And so family doesn't get torn apart. So kids aren't damaged by, you know, a, a divorce, yeah. you know, uh, I, that's, that's what I want to be able to do. So, so that's why I've added that diary section. That's pretty cool. I I'm think it's kind of fun. Of yeah, yeah. Thanks, baby. <laughs> and and what I'm going to do that, that that website has really been about. It was intended to be when I started it. It was about talking about places, people, and things, inspiring stories, interesting stories. Yeah. And it turned into be about our life and our kids. I know. 
and uh, and now I want to kind of you know balance that out a little bit. So I'll, I'm going to kind of shift gears with that a little bit. Model body is really it's it's a showcase for my work, uh, my photography, but uh, really what it is for me is it's a platform to talk about inspiring people from a whole bunch of different walks of life, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but just inspiring, interesting stories, you know, just want to put some life out there, some real life out there, um, on the backdrop of some beautiful pictures, right? but some real life out there. In the midst of all this negativity is, well, it's just just everybody, everybody standing up on a box, you know, most of them are exasperated finally. So they're going to, you know, set the world straight, you know? So everybody, you know, there's millions of people setting the world straight every day Mm -hmm. and it's just born out of so much frustration and and where's the beauty you know and so it's just trying to bring that beauty back it's not running and hiding from the issues but at the end of the day i look at my twitter feed i look at you know my facebook feed i've cleaned up a lot of it because i just i i can't go on there and be angry every day right and so but you can unfollow and unfriend people if if that bothers you yeah bother exactly. you, you know yeah, what i mean yeah. and so um basically i cleaned it up it's just it's the, the I, I think my point is is that i think a lot of it is fear frustration all of that and it's you know we can talk about who fuels that and that becomes a whole other conversation but the point is is when i go to my grocery store when i go to the gas station when i go to home depot walmart you know walk down my street, talk to my neighbors. I don't see any of what I'm seeing out there on social media and on television. Just not seeing that. You know, the racial issues, I know they certainly exist. Uh, my, you know, Quamaine is black. His mom that we just adopted is black. Uh, you know, I talked to her about it. You know, she's just not experiencing what a lot of other people are, are experiencing out there. You know, that's not her. No, and again, um, I... Well, the, my, the my, whole idea is to set a example, as you said, right. as a Christian. And so our family is a mixed family, and we all love each other, you know, regardless yeah. of what we and look Cri- like. Crystal and I disagree on a lot of things. Right, exactly. You know, but uh, it's with love and understanding. Well, and the we thing build. is, is we talk about it, right? but we talk about it, and I've learned things from her. Yeah. And there's things I've apologized to her for that that I said wrong or did wrong, mm-hmm. and there, there, there's things that she has learned from me as yeah. well, you know. And and so, uh, and, and the biggest thing, and you being an ex cop, like that's the <laughs> that's exactly, yeah, exactly. The, what's yeah. happening out there, you yeah. know. You and her should totally hate each other, <laughs> <laughs> right? And you know, there it is, you know. And, she's and your I'm daughter still, now. you know, yeah, I I don't wear that badge anymore, but I still. Walk I believe, yeah, like I still cop. walk that yeah. same walk, you know, yeah. the same walk that I walked before I put that badge on. The badge didn't change me. Well, it did change you, but the my belief in public service, right? my belief uh, was there before I became a cop and right. remains after and will be there till the day I die. Right. <clears throat> um, and so... You know, so whether it's military or police or whatever, for any any first responder, it's about service, yeah, right, and and what what is needed. Now, on that topic, uh, I don't. I'm not a surgeon. I don't try to tell a surgeon how to do his job. 
uh, I would think that I would have to at least be a surgeon for some time or at least on the inside before I'm going to tell somebody how to do their job. I think people should do this, you know, consider that when they consider how people should be policing things, you know, uh, or, or teaching kids or, you know, being a doctor, being a judge, being a pizza maker, you know, uh, everybody's got an opinion but they've got little or no experience in doing that job until you've and, actually done and, it. And that said, like. I, I think that being open to listening and conversation, mm-hmm. most of the issues we're facing right now, it, it could be resolved if everybody was willing mm-hmm. to listen. Listen first right. and, and then, you know, express and your Stop point. trying to throw bricks and stop trying to have this definitive one thing you're going to put out there. Right. And like I, you know, I... I my brother-in-law Dave is very intellectual guy and he steers me toward a lot of there's some tremendous intellects out there that have got solutions for some of these problems it's just you don't hear these guys because right now it's all about what Dave calls word bricks Mm -hmm. you know everybody wants to throw word bricks you know yeah well if black lives matter why don't they do something about Chicago you know okay so what's the problem in Chicago tell me about Chicago what do you know about Chicago right Nothing. Okay, so why don't we put your word brick back in your pocket and let's look into what the problem is in Chicago and how do we solve that problem? You see what I mean? Uh, and I'm not advocating anything. My point is, is that I've been that guy that said that very thing. Right. I've been educated on it now and going like, ah, okay, it's not that cut and dried. Right. It's a complex issue. Right. How do we solve that issue? You see what I mean? And, and so listening to some of these intellectual guys talk about some of the problems that we have, uh, intellectual guys. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, these great thinkers, yeah. uh, and, and dealing with some of these social issues and, and, uh, in this particular group that he sent me, it's five guys are all black and, uh, and they talk about the problems and now not all five. I and mean, they make the you think panel was put together because they don't agree. Right. But listening to them work through the issues was very inspiring, very, very educational. And, and it, 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 it altered how I saw a lot of issues because I'm like everybody else. I'm just fed up with this crap. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And there's so much hypocrisy and, you know, even with the mask thing, you know, it's just, you know, it's conflicting information, hypocrisy, you know, you got Fauci telling us we've got to wear a mask and he's sitting in a baseball game without a mask on, you know, yeah. and you, you got stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, but what is the real problem and how do we solve that problem? Right. You know? Uh, and so anyway, Totally got on a tangent, and I don't remember what my point was. <laughs> You're supposed to remember your point when you're doing a podcast, and I totally lost mine. But I think the point is, you know, everybody out there, they're not trying to talk to each other and solve problems or, or even figure out the problems. Everybody's so fed up with quarantine, with politics, with election. Right, and that's, with that's what it was. And marriage so, is falling apart, and so what, losing their jobs. So what I'm trying to do is with Model Body, uh, with Good Lad Unscripted, with our podcast here, is just put out something different that's not so toxic, that's not full of word bricks. You know, we're all confused. We're all frustrated. We're all angry at this point. We're all fed up. How many people, you know, we almost lost a business. I know a bunch of people that have lost businesses. Mm-hmm. I know people that are homeless Absolutely. now. I know people that have committed suicide over this. I know people that have lost their marriages. This is serious stuff. The virus is serious. This is just as serious. Mm-hmm. And so how do we solve this? What are the issues? You know, um, anyway, my point is, is I, 
I don't have solutions and that's not really my job. But what I can do is I can put stuff out there that maybe helps people get through some of this stuff, you know, because God's blessed us with opportunities to learn and blessed us with room to make mistakes and also grace in apologizing and going, wow, you know, hey, here's how we can do it better. And then when we discover that thing, I want as many of my friends to know that so maybe they can apply it, you know, and make their lives better. So that's everything we're doing. <laughs> and we will be back. <clears throat> and we will be back. We're, we're going to do at least two of these. We're going to try for three, but we're going to try to do at least two of these weeks. So thank you for listening. Sorry that got long-winded. Sorry I went on a tangent, but I did reel it back in. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. It's been awesome. Thank you for all your comments. And uh, if you got anything you can add, please throw it in. Go to the uh, Good Lad Unscripted Facebook group. Uh, join up there and jump in the conversation. Thanks for listening. God bless.